welcome to the Manifesto of the Modern Man podcast. Good morning. Good morning. This is the earliest we've ever recorded an episode, isn't it? It is 9.41. Local time. Local time. So, seven for people in California, eight for people in Utah. Yeah, the mountain Mountain area, mountain standard time. And then ten for those on the East Coast. Right? I am sure. What are we, Central? Um, yeah, we're Central. We're Central, okay. Yeah. So there's four time zones in, in, yeah. Pacific, Mountain, Central, East. What's the Eastern? Is that what's called Eastern? Yeah, I think it's EST, Eastern EST, Standard Time. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about time zones. Yeah, talking about time zones. What an interesting topic. I know a few people, though, you know, if we're talking about time, um, they are flipped off and irritated that we still have um, oh, daylight, daylight savings. savings. Yeah. We jump forward next month. Mm-hmm. You know, the original intent of, the, of that... For farmers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was, it was so farmers would have an extra hour during the d- normal work period to work, you know, because in the summer the sun is out longer. Yeah. Um, but I mean, with modern amenities, how it is, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's no longer a matter of like when the sun goes down we stop working. Yeah. Um, I'm sure farmers, to a degree, they still do that. You know, they don't want to just, you know, you know, just work off of the lights of the plow or whatever. But, um, you know, as a society as a whole, we are still very active now <laughs> at night. So if we were to take away, would we, would we gain the hour of sleep or would it still be that way? Like what we are, what we're doing right now, or would we be forward? It's a, that's a good question. Really and truly, it's one of those things that doesn't bother me all that much. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, haven't put too much thought into it. I know that was probably asked the people in Arizona. No, the people in Arizona. They don't, they don't have daylight savings. That's true. I forgot about that. Are they, I don't know if they're the only one. I don't know. I just remember some guys talking. Oh, Red. Well, Red would know. Yeah. That's one of those things that it'd be irritating to have to drive through there. During the right time yeah, of year. Um, yeah. Because, like, you'd have to change time zones <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> oh, shout out to the poor truck drivers. <laughs> yeah, they're, their biological clock must be different, like, so crazy. My grandfather was a truck driver. How'd he do? Was he? he was... I mean, he, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things my dad, like, my dad talks about, like, he did it sometimes when he would like go out on trips with him yeah and you know the fun nature of just being with dad yeah yeah but I don't know if it's because my dad doesn't know or if we just haven't ever talked about him in that great of detail (laughs) um I'm not even sure if he was like a cross country truck driver or if he was just like a you know like within state truck driver type deal or what but but he did truck driving. He did truck drive. He did Why did I say it that way? Driving. He 
He, he did. Drove, he, he did, did truck, truck drive. drive. <laughs> he, did, he did truck drive. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm an example of the worst type of human being. <laughs> I like it. We've done we've done. This is the first early one. We've done one where we've been really tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one we're really tired. It's just you know the opposite effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like our ba- our brain. I almost said our bane. <laughs> Our banes, <laughs> our banes are waking up. My uh, my beautiful, <laughs> lovely hair banes, you know, <laughs> non-existent on my bald head. And, oh, and we're recording this on a Thursday because Troy is going home for the weekend. When will you come back? Monday. Oh, so you're gonna be gone Sunday? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That's why we're doing it now. I thought you were gonna come back Sunday. I was like, what? I'm back Sunday. <laughs> no, no, I won't be back till Monday. So, yeah. like Monday evening. But, yeah, probably. Yeah. So this is getting like this is getting put up on the website and just made private, and then Sunday I'll hop on and just make it public. Boop. Yeah. See, we know all this, but by the time you guys hear this, it'll already be out. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> we are the keepers of the secret. <laughs> Oh, this morning's turned out to be a good morning. Better than what was it two days ago? Uh, like yesterday. Well, this week's been kind of rough. Like each morning, <laughs> there's just kind of been like a drop of like sadness, <laughs> you know, between like missed job opportunities or because it went to quote unquote spam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or because you um. You know, found out you have to pay taxes. Um, that sucks. Yeah. It's not a horrible amount. But the fact that you still got to pay something. But it was because I didn't have health insurance this past year. So oh, I'm yeah. Penalized. I remember that. They're, they're, they're. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's one of the, It sucks. It's like I couldn't afford health insurance this past year, but the government feels it necessary to penalize me since I couldn't afford. That's weird, right? It's like, really? Really? <laughs> like, is, isn't the whole point of Obamacare to you know make health insurance more affordable and easier access? But when you when you penalize me for it, you're not really helping me that, have the money to. That's yeah, dude. That's messed up. It's like a. It's like you, it's like you didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and they're still gonna penalize you for that. And what's even worse is like I have shout no, out to the government. <laughs> shout out to the government. And like I have no motivation actually to go get it. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, you penalize me. The penalization fee is not as much as it would have cost me for health insurance. <laughs> so like as much as it sucks not getting a refund and putting that money in my pocket, at the same time it's one of those, it's like, well, since I couldn't afford it. Either way, <laughs> you might as well take the cheaper option, which is take the penalty. <laughs> She's so sad and screwed up. There you go, bro. Um, but no, it's today was a good day or a good morning because I hopped on Facebook and saw that they're coming out with a Bob's Burgers music oh, yeah, album. I saw, you, I saw you share that. I saw you, you, share, you shared that. A Bob's Burgers music album. Oh my gosh! 
Play a little bit. Do we have, do we have copyright? <laughs> do we have copyright? No. Um, but they've got this awesome trailer that it's it's animated, and they're showing um, one of the characters from the show like opening up the box mm-hmm. because they've got like a special edition yes. vinyl LP version. Ooh, that's going to come with. I gotta gotta read all of what it comes with. Um, Okay, the standard version will come in um, three formats. Two CDs, three um, full vinyls, and one um, smaller vinyl or digital. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the deluxe limited edition box set version of the album includes the three full-size LPs, the one seven-inch LP, um, and they're all condiment colored vinyls. I have a ketchup red, mustard yellow, and <laughs> yeah, relish green. Plus a hardbound lyrics book with exclusive Bob's Burgers artwork, a soft cover sheet music songbook, three original posters, a six piece sticker pack, and a patch. What kind of patch? Um, I cannot remember. Is it a burger? Maybe. <laughs> but it's... What is it? It's... The show's been on for like seven seasons. Seven seasons? Huh? And so this album's going Dang. to have a total of 112 songs. Original songs? Yeah. Nice. 112 original songs. Dude, that's not bad. Like, this, it's their own. Yeah. Now, some of you might be rolling your eyes that I'm so excited for a cartoon. And it's... Here's my defense for Bob's Burgers. Bob's Um, Burgers is more than just a cartoon. Yeah. There's so, like... You've got, like, Family Guy. You've got, like, South Park, which are just, like, extremely crude, (laughs) you know, adult animated shows. I remember. I I remember. (laughs) I enjoy those shows too. That's where my immaturity comes out. But the beauty of Bob's Burgers (laughs) is the family dynamic. It's so true to life. (laughs) You've got the parents um, each with different personalities trying to um, find their way in life. You know, find a way to provide for their family. And then you've got three kids that like perfectly represent each a couple different ways you could look at it each different stage of life or different possible um, personality set for a kid so like you've got tina that's the awkward teenager trying to figure out her sexuality or she's not trying to find out her sexuality she knows her sexuality it's a matter of how does she handle her sexuality? <laughs> uh, Tina. You know, Tina's probably, you know, one of the most called upon ones, you know. Um, Shout out to all you Tinas out there. All, all you Tinas out there. <laughs> <clears throat> then you've got Gene, the middle child. And he, he, that's his thing, is he's got the middle child struggle. <laughs> he's got two girls on either side of him. He's got his dad, but he's like, you know, hanging out with the girls. He sometimes shows, you know, some more feminine attributes. But at the same time, he's like, you know, he, he's a he's a chubbier kid. So he's, you know, constantly, you know, act, he's got those attributes of, you know, just being that, um, 
you know, that that gross boy, you know, that eats all the food type thing. Um, and then you've got Louise, the bottom child, the troublemaker. Um, in the early phases of the show, they kind of put her out as a um, as a chronic liar. <laughs> but she's kind of she's kind of pushed away from that and become more of a um, scheming businesswoman. Oh, she's a schemer. It's it's beautiful. It's hilarious. Some of the things that she'll come up with and try and get away with. <laughs> Um, schemer yeah like the most recent episode they had um, one of um, their aunts has a cat that is up for a role in a cat commercial and she takes all the motivation um, Louise takes all the motivation to become the cat's agent <laughs> She's sitting at the table. I demand a thirty percent, thirty percent of the profits. And you're like, no. I'm just like, yes, I insist. <laughs> Listen to me, okay? Um, so I think it's a wonderful show because, like, unlike those other shows where it just it focuses on the crude nature of um, humans. Yeah, this one focuses more on the family dynamic um, and makes humor. Um, out of places where sometimes we find pain, um, but sometimes we find joy, and it's nice because it, you know, it's rec- helps me recall um, different times that I've had in my life um, with my family, um, you know, different awkwardness and stuff like that. And it's a good laugh. It's it's a good heartwarming show. Um, Highly recommended for everybody. Okay, so anyway, shout out to the Bobs, the Bobs, and the Burgers. <laughs> well, did you see McDonald's is giving on three different versions of the Big Mac? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like they must be struggling to come up with new ideas. <laughs> Just bring back the McRib. <laughs> Have it more than once a year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like when I looked at the sizes of the Big Macs, I was like, you know what? The biggest one is how it used to be. <laughs> I don't know who they think they're fooling here. <laughs> I remember. I I, I I remember that. I'm a McDonald's connoisseur. Don, that might be something you don't want to. You know, it's an open mic. Um, I don't know. Like, okay. I wasn't planning on talking about this subject, but Dang, he's going off. Yeah, I saw that. But um, I wasn't planning on talking about this subject, but since you brought it up, um, like I, I'll admit too that like McDonald's is like a um, guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. I've seen Super Size Me. Yeah, yeah. Does it stop <laughs> me from eating there? No. Well, that guy takes it to the extreme. Well, yeah, and, yeah, and that's that's kind of my thing is I'm, you know, I'm entertained by the people. It's like, oh, I saw Super Size Me, and I can't ever eat at McDonald's again. It's like, mm. it's like, but he ate every single meal for yeah. thirty days there. <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? How? And they're like, I just I wasn't expecting that. I was so surprised. How were you not expecting that? It tells you beforehand what he's going to do. <laughs> well, well, it's like, well, they just, they knew that's yeah. what he was going to do, but they weren't expecting those types of results. And they're like, <laughs> I can only imagine that diet, man. 
<laughs> oh, I don't want to. Like, I, I yeah, that, would, dude, that would make that, me yeah, sick. That would make me sick too. But then, like, they do the you know in, in Super Size Me, they do the food examples also yeah. of like, you know, oh this this burger doesn't um, mold as quickly, doesn't mold as fast, doesn't get bad. And I sit there, and it's like it's like okay, I mean that that's a fair point. Um, but I bet you you still wouldn't eat it. <laughs> I bet you it's still bad. <laughs> you know that, you know, we talk about meats and stuff, you know, that homemade burger probably had a lot more grease in it. Yeah. Um, you know, it was probably a little bit more liquidy and had a little bit more to, I'm a juicy, a lot more to cause for, mold and stuff <laughs> but they don't discuss that they don't it's whatever yeah um well, oh uh shout out to shout out to jack in the box their golden oreo salted caramel milkshakes <laughs> a true addiction a true addiction yeah. but no no, 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 no don't, don't 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 switch food places yet all right go 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 mcdonald's go. make make it easy with your comments of how the big mac used to look I hate supersize me because it was at that point that everybody became self-aware and yeah. McDonald's started changing yeah, everything. Dude. One of the biggest joys I remember as a child was whenever my dad would have one of those bad parenting moments <laughs> and he would let me supersize. Yeah. You know the excitement. Yeah. You know the excitement. Of getting a French fry <laughs> the size of your forearm <laughs> as a, you know, like 10, 11 year old. Good, dude, good. Those are good times. Like the large fry you've got now at McDonald's is a baby. It's like half the size of what the super size. Com- yeah, compared to the, the monster. And same thing with the drink. Yeah. The drinks McDonald's, like, to find the same type of drink, you have to go to Waterburger and get their large. Yeah. The Waterburger large is the size of the McDonald's large used to be. Actually, the Jack in Box, too, theirs is pretty big. I don't know what it is compared to the Waterburger one, but theirs, their large is, is pretty huge. It's like a super size. Yeah. I but missed, not, yeah, but McDonald's was, McDonald's was the original. I missed the super size. Everyone became self-aware. I don't know if like it was always this way. <laughs> I don't remember if it was always this way or if it was just a limited promotion time. But I was with my uncle once, and I remember him supersizing the McNuggets. Ooh. And when you supersize the McNuggets, it came out to be a hundred chicken nuggets. Dang. You know, they, I I do love that. Um... No, no. He didn't eat all those alone. He bought the super size so me and him could eat them together. <laughs> I do like their chicken nugget deals, like twenty for. Oh yeah, for like was it ten or five? I can't. Remember. It's five, five now. Yeah, it used to be a little cheaper than five even. But yeah, it was like two bucks, which was nice. You get like forty for four bucks, dude. Me and a friend just to do it one yeah. time. Um, we Burger King was running the. 
10 nuggets for a dollar 50. Oh yeah. I remember that one. Um, so we purchased 200 chicken nuggets between <laughs> the two of us just to say we did it. <laughs> we definitely didn't eat them all in one sitting and we had to give some to other people. But it was just an experience. For shame. <laughs> Walking out of Burger King like bosses. 200 you know, nuggets. We got 200 nuggets, bro. It's a lot of nuggets, dude. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they were gold nuggets. Gold nuggets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our sound quality would be sounding a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. How, how does all this relate to what we're going to talk about? <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> I mean, once we're done talking about it, I might be able to make some extreme tie-in. <laughs> But we are so off my original topic. <laughs> so far beyond. Um, it's like 20 minutes of what we should talk about at the end. We just did it at the beginning. Yeah, we just kind of... This is what happens when we record in the morning. Yeah. Everything yeah, gets flip-flopped. Yeah, everything is just kind of... Um, there. So I had I, I had two articles sent to me as suggestions for the podcast. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, one was from our roommate. Okay. It was an article that discussed more of the conspiracy theory that we have to stop drinking milk. We will be saving that for another day or potentially never. <laughs> milk. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> that out of everything we've talked about, that's what he decides to contribute for us. <laughs> is trying to feed us to talk more about conspiracy theories. <laughs> like I said, today we are not talking about that. We'll be talking, we might talk about that another day. But um, this one I actually saw on my own. And then what really pushed me to share it was whenever someone else sent it. Um, um, you guys like Brain connected. Yeah. It's funny you said brain connected because it's about the brain. Look at that. Not bangs. Brains. <laughs> brains. How complaining physically rewires your brain to be anxious and depressed. Ooh. So the overall topic I want to discuss today is mood and Moods. mentality. Um, So, so see, let's do this. Instead of describing yourself, Sifa, describe Mm -hmm. me. What type of mentality do you think I have? Uh, Let's see. You're straightforward. You have straightforward mentality, but you also have a caring mentality, which is a nice blend. Um, Shoot. You have a... You have the go-getter mentality. Yeah. It's straightforward. You're caring. And whenever you see something, you go get it. Yeah. Sorry, I can't expand. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, thank you. The reason I had you do that was because I feel like we'll get more honest like views of what the world sees us as because ah. what the world sees us as is very different than, yeah, than what we, what see, we see ourselves as it's yeah. um, true I think the way I would describe you um, 
is you are a caring, blind faith optimist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. There's just just a nice you know little bundle package there. Um, yeah, you um, you care about people, um, and no matter what logic or ideas or suggestions are present, you're just going to try and make the best out of the situation and push your will through. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious! <laughs> now, now let's say, let's see where you're. Let's talk about ourselves. What, what do you see yourself as? Dang, I see myself as. Um, oh, dude, this is so hard. It's like describing yourself. It's kind of weird. Um, I would, I would, I would agree with what you said. Um, Caring, blind faith, optimist. <laughs> oh, okay. I see myself as someone who, if I if I needed to, I would um, be an extrovert. But at times, I can be an introvert and just totally seclude myself. No joke. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. That's, that's hard. Okay, describe yourself. I want to say that he does have those moments. <laughs> Despite what people might think, when you actually live with the guy, it's every couple of weeks, he will just separate himself from the world. It's like his way of recharging the batteries. He can, he can deal with humanity. He can be with humanity. But then there'll be like a week where he's just like, forget y'all. <laughs> Doors shut, staring at a TV screen, <laughs> not talking or doing anything, wanting any parts of anybody. It's yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. Maybe you're bipolar or something. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. No. Um, I would. I I really like this article that we're talking about today because. Um, I, part of what it talks about is, or the intro talks about what I feel my mentality is and how it's in reality not that great of a mentality. Um, <laughs> it talks about being the hard-edged realist. Yeah. That's how I see myself. Hard-edged that's a good, realist. That's, a that's what I was trying to say. I just didn't have the words. But you're a realist. Which is good. So the article starts off by... Um, Do you daydream a whole lot? A fair amount, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the interesting part of my life is it's like I try and be a realist, but no, I, I do daydream yeah, a lot. Yeah. And I do dream of better and yeah. inspirational and crazy thoughts and feelings. You know, that's where my like creative like want to yeah. make movies side comes that's, out. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Um, but it goes on. Um, the article starts off. I'm pretty sure we can all pick out that one person who is consistent negative, who is a consistent negative ninny, the one person who we think sees the glass half empty, but who insists that they are a hard-edged realist. 
For me, it is one of my lifelong time childhood friends, Sam. Um, Sam. And he goes on, person goes on and talks about how, you know, how much energy it takes to keep up with Sam and stuff like that. That's funny because, like, Frodo's friend Sam is the total opposite. Thanks for the input, <laughs> I was saying, it's, it's funny, his name is Sam. You know, we have a, like, a symbolized version of what the opposite of his Sam is. It's Frodo's Sam. Awesome. <laughs> Joey just gave me a thumbs up. Awesome. <laughs> Um, goes on to say um, it really used to take a lot of my energy to be around her because it was so incredibly draining Aww. there are a couple different types of draining energies but all of them stream from one core value negativity um, drain, drain types I'm not completely innocent of negativity. I, too, complain from time to time without even realizing I'm doing it. I complain, too. too. Oh, I complain all the time. Um, It's pretty much a part of our culture nowadays. Um, Dr. Robin Kowalski, professor of psychology at Clemson University, explains that everyone complains at some point, at least a little. Yeah. There are a few rarities when it comes to complainers. I'm sure you can stick a face to each of the different categories. So first, there's the venters. <laughs> this is the very displeased person who doesn't want to hear solutions, no matter how helpful they may be. I.e. Facebook. <laughs> so true. Social media. Social media in general. Yeah. The sympathy seekers. You know the type, the ones who are fishing for attention with their I've got it worse than you do attitude or their constant and everything sucks demeanor. Social media. (laughs) (laughs) The chronic complainers. Those living in a state of complaint do something researchers call ruminating. This basically means thinking and complaining about a problem again and again. Instead of feeling a release after complaining, this sort of complaining can actually make things worse. It can cause even more worry and anxiety. <laughs> Any more? Any more types? Come on. No. Oh. So what do we have? We have venters. Um, we had venters. We had sympathy, sympathy seekers, seekers and, and chronic, chronic complainers. complainers. Oh, I'm trying to feel like where would I fall under those three? I'd probably be a venter if I were, was good, like to complain about something. Uh, where would you see yourself? I'd probably call myself a sympathy seeker. Sympathy sneaker. Se- seeker, I, sneaker, seeker, yeah, sneaker. Not sneaker. <laughs> I um. Can I see this? Yeah. It's um not good of me by any means, but like. I, I, I complain about my problems. I talk about my problems to try and get solutions. But at the same time, I hate phrasing it that way, actually. I hate phrasing it sympathy seekers because, like, I do. I am looking for that release. Um, and that, as it said. So you're a blend. Well, I'd say I'm a blend of a venter and a chronic one. Yeah. Um, I just, like... Well, we I think every, I think every time someone complains, you're obviously not a sympathy seeker. 
I can recognize yeah, that yeah, there's yeah, times yeah. where I have done it as a yeah. sympathy seeker, but I also recognize that there's times where when you complain, um, you know, like you said, it's a mix. I'm venting to someone. Yeah. Yeah. So then they can give me ideas yeah, yeah. and I can make myself better and I can, um, but at the same time, it does help to get things off your shoulder. It does help to know that there's there to, people to love and support you. I think that's the key of, you know, whether or not you're a bad sympathy seeker or if you're just, you know, that's venting true. That's true. is, are you complaining to a close friend, yeah. someone you trust, someone that you feel can help you? Or are you complaining on Facebook to the world there, there's a difference just yeah. to you know do so does he does he like separate the we should oh link, link this in the thing the, yeah, this, the article, this article uh, for people um I didn't do that with one of our others I should do that yeah um, but anyways um but yeah so I think I think it's this is one of those that I take this article of a salt of grain because mm-hmm. it's just from some website, the hardy soul. So it, it's kind of just in it more of an opinion piece than anything else. Yeah, yeah. But hardy I soul. Is it, is it credible? <laughs> is it credible? Is it a credible website? Does it have site? Does it cited <laughs> sources? Um, but I think I, why I decided to go over it was, um, I think the overall message is important and good. Um, it really, really is. So, the show's manifesto of the modern man. Um, the question we always ask ourselves and we ask our guests when they come on is, what does it mean to be a man? When we talk about that, being a man, is it appropriate? Is it okay for a man to complain? Mm-hmm. I try my best not to complain. Um, also, I guess to answer that, I feel like personally, I'm not a man if I'm not like if if I'm complaining too much. You know, I allow myself to complain here and there, but if I'm doing it too much, then I'm I feel like I'm falling short of being a man. Uh, yeah. It goes to that old school: just take it and suffer by yourself. Suck up, suck yeah, it up, suck it up. And just keep going. It's you know, it's like um, it's like the hospital bill I got. <laughs> I'm, I'm always silently complaining about it. Um, but you know, when, to be the realist, you just you just gotta deal with it. <laughs> oh boy. Um, no, I understand. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, so like my my answer to the question, what does it mean to be a man, was to be able to provide and protect um, and support your family, whatever your family might be. Um, And fulfilling that goal and vision with this topic, I feel like I've already answered it. Yeah. And that is, what is your intent in your complaining? What is your um, focus and who are you doing it to? Um, you know, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't separate your wife or something. You shouldn't separate, yeah. you know, your girlfriend, um, those people who care about you, um, and want to be there for you. If I'm complaining about a bad day at work to one of them, um, 
you know, it can be helpful for me Mm -hmm. and it can be helpful to them and the relationship um, because that communication is allowing for um, better understanding of each other. But complaining is kind of like faith. You can't just do it. Yeah. You have to have some type of action along with it. That's true. Um, To complain and not create some type of action to try and change the situation does nothing. To complain about the same thing over and over (laughs) again goes to show that you aren't doing anything to try and fix it. Yeah. Even if you try and fix it and it doesn't really change anything, at least you'll have the comfort and peace of knowledge knowing that you tried. Yeah. You attempted. You attempted. That's, that's good. You know, that's, that's the step. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what happens when you're too negative and when you... Um, you know, don't try and fix things. The next part of this article talks about negativity and how it rewires your brain. Ooh, here we go, the big stuff. Donald Hebb, a neuropsychologist, believed that neurons which fire together wire together. What he meant by that is that groups of neurons connect in our brain as a result of particular life experiences. For instance, whenever we think a thought or have a feeling or physical sensation, thousands of neurons are triggered and they all get together to form a neural network. The brain learns to trigger the same neurons with repetitive repetitive thinking. Repetitive thinking. Repetitive. Repetitive. Thank you. Repetitive. My speech impediment showing. That's what happens to me. Basically, if you keep your mind focused on criticism, worry, and victimization, your mind will find it easier to bring up those same thoughts for similar situations. Victimization. Our thought patterns wire our brains to react positively or negatively to the situations we are presented. We get good at what we practice. So why don't we try being a little more positive? Mm Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It, it's, you know, we, we, we keep jabbing punches at social media, but it's truly not easy, I feel like, with social media. Heck yeah, dude. Because, you know, this, this concept of training the brain. My brain is getting trained to think this way by just seeing what other people are saying. Yeah. Um... I've never, I've never wanted to, I've had to think this way sometimes, but I've never liked the thoughts of, um, you know, pushing negative people out of your life. Yeah. I prefer to go about, you know, as trying to be a good influence and a positive strength for those who are negative, who are having a hard time. Um, but I have had times in my life where I have had to push those types of people off because it ended up becoming too much. It ended up becoming but detrimental to it was affecting me. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, when it comes to social media, um, 
You know, like I said, people complain on social media. I read it. My brain, even though it's not necessarily my thoughts, it goes through my brain thinking about that thoughts in that process. And it probably contributes to my outlook on life. It has, uh, yeah, there are times where I'm just like, I'm on there just to be on there. Not really, you know. I don't think anyone goes looking for this stuff. No. Actually, you no. Know, maybe some people do the cynical ones, but at least for me, on my part, I don't go on social media and like, let me see if I can find the most negative thing uh, uh, on 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 Facebook, on Twitter, or whatever. I'm on Instagram. Um, it's sad because I really use Facebook more as a fancy RSS feed now. Yeah, yeah. I just use it for news yeah. and. Um, updates and you know information about new products and stuff um because like i said it just seems like it's become a place for people to dump their negative feelings yeah and onto each other sometimes when they don't agree on things mm -hmm. too our first uh, guest star we had on here wyatt shout out to wyatt one one of the things he did is he went like a full year without facebook yeah yeah um and I keep thinking more and more about doing something like that. It's because I'm so tired of dealing with all this garbage. Um, it's really unfair. The millions of people will ruin it for the thousands of others. Yeah. But then they can say, well, why are you taking it that way? Well, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. In a way, are we not being negative? Yeah. When we talk about it this oh, way? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's Inception, dude. Uh, spin a coin. <laughs> spin a top, you know. Um, oh, yeah, it was a top. Uh, does, it, does it keep spinning? <laughs> are we in a dream? Um, um, but, no, oh, for real, it's... Um, we're, we're, we are being negative for positivity's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, I think part of this could go back to, you know, another topic we've talked about before, and that's not letting things upset you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is very hard to do when you're on social media. Mm -hmm. You got to hold back so much. And then you realize, why do I care so much about this? <laughs> Well, and then I'm like, why do why do I let people censor me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't appreciate that. I feel like I need to censor myself. Yeah, just that is, a, yeah, that is a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, the oh gosh, what was I gonna say about um? Let me help you with your thoughts. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're wiggling fingers at me like you're a magician or something. <laughs> um, yeah, we just got to let ourselves not be offended. Let things roll off our shoulders yeah. more. Um, I mean, honestly, you know, like when, you, when you're when you scrolling through whatever feed it is, you could you could do. I think we're all smart enough to tell like which ones are the sympathy ones, which ones are the chronic ones, which ones are the venting ones. Mm -hmm. You know? Part of my thought process is like, is there any way I could lighten their load? You know, I'll try and help them out. Maybe send them a smiley face or something. <laughs> okay, actually, that might be the wrong thing to do. <laughs> my grandma just died. Smiley face. Smiley face. <laughs>
There, there goes that blindness. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, uh, my cat just got ran over. Smiley face. That's that's one. That's one of the things that I always find like funny and ironic is there'll be some type of like depressing post, like someone famous dies or something like that. And it gets a million likes. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. And I'm like, it's like it. You know, we, we all we all thought it was kind of goofy when Facebook introduced like the smiley face yeah, or the yeah. you know the sad face or crying face for you know and, and alternative to the like. But in reality, it's like oh, you know maybe that's a good thing for posts like that. Yeah, yeah. But people still just hit like. Or a dislike. I'm, I'm surprised Facebook has gone this long without throwing out a dislike. Everybody thing. wants it. Yeah, everybody wants everybody it. Everybody wants it. I would have been happier with that. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been happy. Instead of adding all these emojis that we can respond with, I would have been happier with a like or a dislike button. And and that could go. That goes back to, like what you said earlier, your mindset. Yeah, people hate it when people like depressing things. But that goes back to, you know, the way you think about it. Yeah, well, and no, I mean, in reality, yeah, I yeah, realized yeah. that the reason they're hitting like is just simply to, yeah. as in support. Yeah. And but it is still the, like the way the way Facebook works. You know, the more <laughs> likes, the more exposure it yeah. gets, type thing. But no, it's the irony. That yeah, that's yeah, why I brought it up. It was yeah. the irony of the thought process of wow. <laughs> Uh, we're liking the fact that Carrie Fisher just died. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Have you guys really thought about this? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the irony of all that is great. Which, speaking of, someone else died last night. What? Yeah, who was it? What the heck? And it was someone relatively young. Like, they were just 60. Oh, that was um, Combs. Combs died um, from refresh my memory. I can't remember his first name. You got a picture? Um, Alan Combs. Um, it's sounding so familiar. Hannity and Combs, Fox News contributor. Oh, okay, okay. I was like going through my list of, of movie stars. No, not a movie star. Yeah, yeah. Hannity and Combs. Oh, okay. Combs died. Heart attack. What did that say? Um. No, it just says that he had a huge heart. I, I don't think they've released, or at least at this time, they haven't released the cause of death. Um, oh, he has it. He has a huge heart. Yeah, he has a huge okay, heart. Okay. Um, I was like, his heart was huge, abnormally big. <laughs> was abnormally big. <laughs> that guy had a literally big heart. <laughs> um, after a brief illness. Dude, that's that's the scary part. You just never know. Mm-hmm. He's only sixty-six. Dang. At least looked like he was healthy. Shout out to the family, mm-hmm. Combs family. I just remember. I'm, I mean, I remember for years whether actually physically interested in watching or just seeing my dad watching him and Hannity. You know, just arguing back and forth. Holmes was the more liberal, Hannity was the more conservative, mm-hmm. and they had their show, Hannity and Holmes, and they just spit fire back and forth at each other. Um, so, yeah, I, I saw that and I was shocked by that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, let's see, real quick. To pr- you know, prove my point. Real life example. Um, 
You gotta pull it back up, right? <laughs> um, Proving the point. <clears throat> well, that's what I was looking at. Uh, the initial... I like milk. You like milk? Yeah. <laughs> that's what the government wants you to say. Um, the initial post declaring his death got 3.7... Likes. Well, well, it, so I guess 3,700 likes. Yeah, 700 likes. Man. Someone dies. And he gets, <laughs> the death announcement gets 3,700 likes. Oh, man. Now, this is an example that it was good because it actually got 13,000 sad faces. Okay. And it got 3,800 um, shocked faces. Shocked faces. Um no angry faces. 24 angry faces. Okay. They're probably angry that he died. <laughs> and 53 laughing faces. Oh, my gosh. You see, that's the part of humanity it's right there, like, man. You trolls. <laughs> you internet trolls. You are why we complain. <laughs> I know we're talking about that you're not supposed to complain. I'm complaining about the internet trolls now. Jeez, 53 laughing faces, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, bruh. Sometimes the world's just cold, you know? So cold. Cold world. 72 hearts. There were more hearts carrying hearts than there were laughing faces. Than there were laughing faces. There's lights at the end of the tunnel. 73 hearts. We we still have a chance. (laughs) All you gotta do is believe. <laughs> trying to see if I can find an example of a bad comment um, I'm sure there's one there I'm sure there's one there you said he was really liberal right he was the liberal one I'm sure there's yeah, one there I'm sure liberal. there's gotta be one there there always is the beautiful thing is though is you know I'll, I'll say that the comment is from Greg Hess I mean shout out to him for commenting um <laughs> But, like, the majority, like, I'm just scrolling through, like, everyone I've read so far is along the lines of what Greg has said. I disagreed with almost everything he said, but I always liked him and thought he was a class act. There you go. Rest in peace, Alan Combs. There you go. Wonder if your actions would have been the same way if Hannity had died. (laughs) And CNN was reporting that. So... (laughs) (laughs) Well, how old is Hannity? Probably some, you know, just some area, maybe yeah. a little younger. Um, <clears throat> yeah, everybody's everybody's responding that same way. It's like, you know, yeah, I don't agree with him, yeah. um, but you know, respect. It's, it's it's sad. Dang, dude. You know, he could state his points without fear-mongering and name-calling. Liberals should take a lesson from him on how to have civil discussion on topical issues. I never agreed with his philosophies, but I respected his passion. Sean Hannity will probably miss him the most. Like, yeah, I mean, everybody's being really respectful. Yeah. I'm not going to scroll through all of it, and I'm sure, like you said, there's probably at least one yeah. troll that said something negative. Um... But 
Um, yeah, just... I think we gotta just be a little bit more aware, like you said, and be happy. Um, because I'm happy. <laughs> That's all we can do, or else you know we'll, we'll get sued for copyright. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't play anything yet for you guys because we don't have that type of money. We don't have that type of money, guys. Um, so the article provides four tricks to avoid negativity. Ooh. Remember, tricks are for kids. <laughs> tricks are for everybody. <laughs> First is be grateful. Ooh, I'm starting off strong. Be grateful, even for the smallest things. Give thanks for everything that comes into your life, even the struggles. Even, even the struggles. That will help that rewiring we're talking about. Even in the struggles, man. Because we grow from the struggles. We learn. Yep. There's beauty in the struggles. When we, you know, when we deal with the heartbreak, when we deal with the job loss, the job loss, when you deal with the the car breaking down, the car breaking down, you 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 get the bill and they bill you sixty four bucks because they drove five miles to get you to a hospital. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your um, your hospital struggle showing a little. Um, but yeah, be grateful. Catch yourself. Uh, catch yourself in the complaint. Stop complaining. Yeah. Congratulate yourself for being aware. Yeah. Give yourself a pound of back. You know, the, the classic. The first step is accepting you have a problem. <laughs> is admitting you have a problem. Um, make a new groove. We can create a brand new groove for pleasant feelings. More often we allow our minds to remember the good stuff, the easier that kind of thinking becomes. Hmm. Extreme example. Every day after work, if you, or let me rephrase this. If you find that you feel like you're a very um, complaining type individual, you're a very uh, negative type person. And every single day after work, you go to the dark bar and drink. Alcohol is a depressant. <laughs> Maybe that's a groove that you should, you know, change. Like, go get donuts. I was going to go. I was going to say, take a walk outside after work. You know, where there's sunlight. You know, get your, your vitamin C and stuff. That's probably about vitamin D. There know. are emotional eaters out there. I'm, one, I'm an emotional eater, so don't. If you if you're like that, don't go get donuts. Don't get donuts. You get, you get no like, donut. You buy like three dozen <laughs> and eat them all in one sitting. Eat them all by yourself. <laughs> That's not what we're promoting here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I think we can all examine our lives. And you know good and well what makes you happy, what makes you sad. Yeah. Um, if your job makes you sad, maybe it's time to start seeking a different employer. Yeah. Um, if your relationship makes you sad, you know, maybe, maybe I cut it off. Maybe it's time to move on. Maybe I let it burn. Mm-hmm. Um, if a TV show makes you sad, you don't find any joy in it. I, I'm serious. That's yeah, yeah. Cut it off. Cut it off, man. Um, number four. Number four. Practice wise effort. Wise effort is letting go of that which is not helpful and cultivating that which is skillful. So we kind of talked about that already with the making a new groove. There you go. Yeah. Let it go. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> yeah, don't. Please don't. 
I was actually talking to someone about that the other day. <laughs> I was working at Target when Frozen was coming out. <laughs> and that was one of the songs they played on a loop yeah. in, on their TV feed. Jeez. And Wait, so, so you had the loop and the TV feed going? Or is it? No, it was part of the oh, TV feed. Oh, TV feed. Because at you know Target, they've got the... Yeah. They've got the TV wall and they've got their own like lineup of commercials feeding in. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was like every, oh, five, ten minutes, Let It Go would come on and you'd want to bang your head up against the wall. It's just, you're like, ah! <laughs> like, Lord, help me! Help me! Just, just like bang your head against the TV. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, as a review... What were they? Number one? <clears throat> Be grateful. Be grateful. Two? Catch yourself. Catch yourself. Three? Make a new groove. Make a new groove. I like the. I like how you put that. And number four? Practice wise effort. Practice wise effort. Don't worry. It does that. It likes, uh, I'm just making sure like the battery. No. <laughs> still plug that. <laughs> um, so, I think... Yet again, we've talked about this before. Kind of the goal, the hope with this podcast is to inspire a change of mentality. Yeah. To help, you know, everybody, but it's the manifesto of modern man, so men, Mm -hmm. uh, to accept themselves and one another. I like that. Um, Yeah, uh, men... But the lessons are universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. um, and in doing so, I think one of the big steps we can take is not being so negative. Stamp of approval. Helping our brain focus on the positive. Even when you don't want to do it. <laughs> um, one of the things that, you know, like at church I hear a lot about and I love, and I've loved this thoughts and theory is, you know, it's a light. Um, we need to be a light in the world. Yeah. Um, and it can be discouraging sometimes. We think that, you know, oh, what can one person do? Um, but recently, um, someone who I hope we can get on as a guest um, talked about just because you know, he turned on the light on his cell phone mm-hmm. and he said this light in this bright room isn't really doing much but it's still here if all of a sudden all the other lights in this room were to turn off this would be illuminating everything darkness cannot be anywhere near light. Light always beats darkness. And that's what we've got to do is we've got to be that light. We've got to be that positive influence and force in the world. Um, and it's up to you to decide how you want to do that. Um, there are things that you obviously shouldn't do that are universal, but at the same time, how you do it is going to change person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't agree with 
how someone's living their life. It's not your place to judge them. Um, like I said, within reason. Murder and rape and all that's never acceptable. Never. But, but um, you know, me personally, I, I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. I don't go around judging those who do. Yeah. Um, examples like that. I don't <clears throat> smoke. I really want to judge those people who smoke around their kids. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Complaining bias there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice time. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, so yeah, be that light. Be the light, people. Don't be the don't be the darkness. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else you want to say other than that last sentence? Uh, no, no. The, uh, when you brought that up, <clears throat> I'm reminded of uh, Dumbledore. He was talking. I think he was talking to Harry. But he was like, you know, you can find light in the darkness. I'm probably, I'm butchering it. I'm going to butcher it. But like, it goes along the lines of saying you can find light in the darkness. All one needs to do is turn on the switch. Something like that, you know? And we all have that switch within us to do that. Yeah. So find the switch and get yourself out of the darkness. And the others too, if you see them struggling, help them out. Be the positive light they need. So that their positivity can grow. True. Well spoken. Amen. All right. Well, um, we're running close to the end of our time. We did. We flip flopped and did we more. We flip flopped. Yeah, we did um, more of the the uh, what the, was it? Just the random commentary mm-hmm. on McDonald's. Oh, there you did. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch, bunch of stuff. Of just random stuff. Is there anything else you would like to interject? Um, just I'm excited for the Han Solo movie. Han Solo movie? Yeah. I was half expecting you to talk about, you know, Jake Cole tour dates. Oh, that, that's... We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So... Lots of exciting things going on. We appreciate you coming here. Um, we didn't mention him at the beginning, which I feel like we should have done out of respect. Shout out to yeah, yeah. Um, but we will mention we'll we'll mention him twice because he was the first one. Yeah, we'll mention him at the end yep. of this one. We'll make sure to mention him at the beginning of yep. the next one. Yeah. But we got our first Patreon backer. Yeah. Chaz Sexton. <laughs> Shout out to the boy Chaz. Donating a dollar <laughs> each month. Let's go. Dude, like you know, it's someone we know personally. Yeah. And he likes our stuff, and he's like, dude, it's just a dollar. But shoot, man, it's something. It's, it's a start. Yeah, dude. I I wasn't even aware he listened. <laughs> he just started not too long ago. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the boy Chaz. We love you, man. But yeah, so um, yeah, we've got one backer. There's no reason why you can't be the next. <laughs> um, but yeah, so back us on Patreon. You can advertise with us on Advertise Cast. Uh, we've got the Facebook page. Oh. We've got Stitcher. Oh, you can find the podcast oh, on Stitcher, yeah, TuneIn, Tony, um, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, iTunes. 
Uh, you can email us feedback, questions, articles, whatever at mentalmodman. Mentalmodman. At gmail.com. Gmail.com. And no more conspiracy theories, Logan. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see for saying that. <laughs> Which means you will probably get more. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll probably get more. Um, well, they're, always, they're, always, they're always good, top, like funny topics. So. Yeah, we'll use it as a humor section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually think about this, but it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> and we'll get some, you know, weirdo knocking on our door. Yeah. It's real, guys. It's real, guys. <laughs> Come to my warehouse and see. We'll look at Troy like, oh my gosh, what did we do? <laughs> what did we just get into? <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you for listening. We hope to have you on again. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. And Sifa, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Uh, have a good trip, bro. Be but, safe. But I will. Thank you. This has been the Man on Mod Man reporting out. Beam us up, Scotty.